Welcome into the Sun Devil Source Report podcast. I'm your host, Rob Warner, and today's episode continues a series of off-season interviews Sun Devil Source publisher Chris Cartman has recently conducted with Arizona State football coaches. Today, you'll hear his interview with ASU offensive assistant coach Derek Hagan, who works with tight ends and wide receivers. Hagan is entering his second season under Herm Edwards and first as a full-time position coach. He was hired to Edwards staff in April of 2018 as an offensive analyst. Hagan played wide receiver for the Sun Devils from 2002 to 2005 when he appeared in 50 games across four seasons, finishing his career as one of the most successful receivers in school and conference history. Hagan left ASU as the Pac-12 record holder for career receptions with 258, ranked second all-time in the conference with 3,939 yards, and broke five school records including receptions, receiving yards, receiving touchdowns, 100-yard games, and receiving yards per game as he averaged more than 100 yards per game in his final two seasons. Following last season, ASU lost its starting tight end Tommy Hudson to graduation and saw reserve Jared Buback announce his transfer to walk-on at Nebraska, where he grew up. Sophomore tight end Nolan Matthews played quite a bit last year and appears to be in line to lead the position group. Matthews and senior wide receiver convert Curtis Hodges are the only two returning scholarship tight ends on the roster and will be joined by high school signees Jake Ray and Ryan Morgan before the start of the season. In this podcast, Hagan discusses the players he's working with at tight end and the value of getting to install first-year offensive coordinator Zach Hill's scheme in seven spring practices before the coronavirus halted ASU schedule. The voice you hear next is Cartman, followed by Hagan. Okay, joined now by Derek Hagan, ASU offensive assistant, coaching receivers and tight ends. Some, coach, how you doing? I'm doing good, man. How you doing? I'm doing great. Um, this this is kind of a interesting time that we're in right now. Uh, how is it striking you, just as far as recruiting with some of the restrictions, not being able to be out on the road? Uh, you know, just kind of what kind of things are you are you doing to try to maximize? Um, uh, your capability right now? Uh, well, you know what? A lot of Zoom meetings and a lot of Zoom calls and, and just, you know, pretty much trying to communicate with these kids because, you know, this time of year, normally, you know, obviously we're on the road recruiting and, and all that stuff has, has changed. You know, if we're on the road, we get a chance to, you know, see the kids and see them work out and speak to their coach. And now, uh, you know, all that stuff is shut down, but now we've got to come up with uh, – creative ways to, to really, uh, uh, you know, evaluate these kids and, and keep in uh, constant communication. So, you know, we'll have our virtual meetings, uh, you know, we'll have our individual meetings and, and, and uh, you know, really a lot of that just trying to get to know the kid and, and figure out, you know, what he likes, you know, what type of person he is and what type of player he is and, you know, what he likes to do outside of football. So a lot of that stuff goes on, and, you know, that, that keeps us busy, you know, during this time. So you got to figure out creative ways just to, just to keep up. For sure. And what about um, with, the, you know, the guys that you're coaching at ASU? Like what – you guys get limited Zoom interactions. Uh, you know, Herm says the, the key thing is going to be which guys are taking advantage of this opportunity – uh, to have their, their freedom to still get everything that they need done. Uh, and, and it's going to be pretty obvious when everybody comes back who, who's done that and who hasn't. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's big because, you know, we treat, we treat these guys like pros and, and you know, we expect them to uh, do their work outside of the office, you know, outside of the building or outside of meeting with me. And, and that's what it's all about. You've got you to be prepared. And the only way you're going to be prepared is by, by doing the work and doing the little things and, and, you know, either, 
you know, lifting on your own or going out and working out on your own or, or just doing the, uh, uh, you know, obviously the, the, the practice stuff, the installs, the meetings, the, uh, the formations, the signals, just everything in general, that's, that's going to help you to be a better football player. And, and, you know, if they're not doing it with me, I, that's the expectation is that they're doing that stuff on their own. Yeah. And you guys got seven practices in, a lot of install with the, the new offense with Zach Hill. How did that go, and how important was it that you, you have the ability to kind of lean back in, on that film experience and guys can kind of – they know kind of what the offense is going to be? I mean, that was very important just because, you know, when you think about it, we started early, and, you know, a lot of schools around the country didn't even get a chance to have a spring ball. So, for us, uh, you know, we feel like we got a got a leg up because, you know – we're installing a new offense and those six mm-hmm. practices, those were big time, you know, just, just knowing, uh, you know, this different type of offense, knowing what we're capable of doing. We, we needed those practices and, you know, it's a pro style offense. You know, you'll see a lot of shift in motions and, you know, a lot of, a lot of double cadence. So there's a lot that goes into this offense that these guys got to be aware of, you know, we expect them to be very detailed and, and precise in what they're doing and knowing where they're supposed to be. And I think, you know, those six practices were, were, were helpful. We wish we could have got more in, but, but we'll take those six. Yeah. I was going to ask about just the, this offense, uh, based upon your NFL experience, college experience, everything, you know, last year, uh, it's, it was seemed a little bit more simplified for the receivers in terms of what they had to know on any given play. Right. And it seems like this is more on the more aggressive scale in terms of what receivers are asked to be able to know and do and see and read and how to have to get aligned and all of that. So can you just kind of, you know, give our audience a, a, a understanding of kind of the challenges associated with that? Um, well, I don't think it's a, it'll be a big challenge for our, for our players, you know, whether it's the, the tight ends or the receivers, it's, you know, they just got to be detailed in what they're doing. You know, it's a, it's a vertical passing offense. Like I said, there'll be a lot of uh, shift in motions and, and, and movement. And, you know, we're, we're, we're pretty much trying to figure out what the defense gonna, is going to do before the ball is even snapped. So, you know, our guys, they just got to be, be aware and, and understanding and going through their reads pre-snap. And, and what you'll see is, uh, you know, in, in Zach Hill offenses, you know, the tight ends, which is, will be utilized a lot, which is, has been different from years past. So it'll be a huge, huge focal point to, uh, um, you know, see these guys stretch the field and, and get after it in the run game and, and uh, you know, make some plays in the passing game. That, that hasn't happened over the years from the tight end position. Yeah. And I know you work with those, with those guys. Um, it's been difficult because there's been so much of a coaching turnover at ASU with uh, the tight ends and then also having a different scheme, uh, a lot of, you know, uh, probably like four, four different offenses in a five-year period or whatever – um, where do you think that group is at kind of right now? And how do you get that, uh, that building expedited as quickly as you can? Well, you know what? I think, I think they're growing into their role and, and they're, they're excited. Uh, you know, they're, you know, like I said, we haven't had an offense like this that, that utilizes tight ends uh, mm-hmm. in a passing game in, in, in years. You know, I think the last tight end that I think had maybe 30 catches was Chris Coyle. Mm-hmm. Uh, about four or five, six years ago, something like that. I can't, I can't put wrap my mind around it. But, uh, it pro- probably was, unless it was uh, Trevor Cole. But it was probably, probably Chris Coyle. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. one of those two. But but um, you know, it's 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 a, it's a great offense that features a tight end. You know, if you're able to see what Boise State has been doing over the years, like I said, it's um, you know, the tight ends will be running vertical routes, will be running crossing routes, uh, shifting motions, and and our guys here, they're they're excited. You know, I've I've told you guys like like get ready. You know, the ball is going to be in your hands, and and you know, Jaden Daniels likes throwing the ball to to tall receivers. So that's a <laughs> so yeah. that, that, that's a, that's a good thing. So I know they're excited, man, and they're they're, they're ready to get going. And, and you know, I can't wait to see what these guys do if if we ever kick this thing off. Yeah, you you uh, were such a great technician. Uh, I think that was very clear from from early on at ASU, and and it you know enabled you to have the pro crew that you had. Um, just can you maybe talk about just the artistry? of all these details and all these things that go into the, making the position uh, these guys successful on the field and, and what type of uh, skill development things you're really honing in on to help them elevate their understanding of the game and just the craftsmanship of it? Well, I think, you know, it just, it just starts with your foundation. It starts from the, from the ground up. And I think, uh, you know, with these, these guys, they've, uh, they've bought in, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, with your footwork, whether it's your hand placement, um, you know, whether it's your, your leverage or your eyes, these are all things that, that make you a better player. And, and you know, playing a tight end position, uh, you know, these guys, you know, you got to be able to run routes. You got to be able to get in and out of your breaks. Um, you know, you got to be able to pass block. Um, you know, yeah. then you also got to be able to run block. So um, it's almost like I want these guys to be complete. And that, and that's, that's what we're working towards is trying to be complete tight ends. And, at the end of the day, it is all about your technique. Um, you know, your technique is, is going to help you win. You know, I don't think you'll lose a rep with bad technique. So that's, that's one thing I harp on these guys constantly is I don't care that you win, but if you win, I want you to win with technique. And, and they're really starting to understand that, even, even just through six practices. So, you know, I'm excited to see, I'm excited to see where we're at but, and, and now where we're going. Mm-hmm. So – you have Curtis Hodges as a hybrid guy that, that has that link you're talking about. Nolan Matthews is a full service tight end. Uh, just what do you what do you make about just kind of where they're at and what things you're kind of w- working on with them? Um, well, I think the biggest thing with, with with Curtis is you know you you can't coach his height. Um, yeah. You know six seven six eight about two hundred forty two hundred fifty pounds and you know he can run. He he was a former receiver so. That alone, you know, lets me know that, that he can run routes. He can he understands how to get at get in and out of his breaks and, and mm-hmm. drop his weight for being that tall. So I think just with him being able to create those mismatches, uh, you know, over the middle of the field is is, is just awesome to have. Because you know, I've talked to AP about it. It's just you know, linebackers trying to cover a six 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 seven six eight tight end. That's that's a mismatch because we're more athletic than than the linebackers. So and then with with Nolan, you know, I think he can he can do it all. You know, it's it's just a matter of time before he uh, you know, grows into his role. You know, last year, you know, just being a true freshman and, and he was still learning how to play and, and now he's got a full off season of being in the uh the strength program. So I think that's gonna help him, you know, tremendously down the line. You know, he's got great hands, he's got a great work ethic, um, you uh he's got a great vision and and plays with great pad level for the game. So it's just it's exciting just to see where these guys are going to grow to. Yeah. All these guys, they learn differently, right? Some learn by doing, 
others can see it. They need to kind of conceptualize it. Others, if they, they kind of read about it, it kind of settles on them. How do you, as a coach, make sure that you're hitting people in the best way for them to be able to absorb all of the material? Well, I mean, you, you, you just said everybody learns differently. So, you know, um, it's all about teaching. You know, I got to figure out, you know, whether I need to push the right button or, 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 when, to, or when just to tone it down. And, and that's my job just to, just to figure all that out. And I think, uh, uh, you know, both those guys uh, understand, uh, you know, the expe- expectations. You know, in, in my room, I tell these guys, you know, I want selfless players. I want smart players. I want guys that are tough and, 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 and also guys that, that communicate and, and take pride in their work. So, um, you know, come, come game day, you know, if they're doing all that in practice, come game day, you know, they can just go out there and play and, and play with confidence. I love confidence. A confident player that, that gets the job done in practice, you know, he's more than likely he's going to have a great game uh, on Saturday. Got to do it in practice first for me. Mm-hmm. So, why did you decide that you wanted to pursue this avenue, the coaching, go through this process that you've gone through to uh, get your feet wet and now get elevated uh, into the, the full-time coaching role? And how are you feeling about just how it's going so far? Well, you know what? It's something that, that I knew I always wanted to do. I just didn't know when. And, and you know, mm-hmm. when the opportunity was there, I, I couldn't pass it up. You know, obviously uh, – uh, being able to give back to this game of football, you know, I'm, I'm thankful for and, and given this opportunity by, by, you know, coach, coach Herm a, a few years ago when I first got on staff and, um, you know, it's all about giving back and, and giving these guys that, that knowledge that, that I know about this game of football. You know, I don't want, I didn't, I knew I never wanted to walk away and just, just keep all this information to myself. Uh, you know, I wanted to be able to sit down and, and just pass on this knowledge about, about being a uh, a uh, you know football player and what it takes to, to to make it to the next level, but not only just you know being successful in football, but also being successful you know off the field. So um, you know this is something that I love to do, and 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 now being able to you know mold these guys and give them some some wisdom and knowledge, and then you just watch them go out there and do it, man. That's 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 satisfying. And this this staff, um, I haven't covered one like it just in terms of you have, you know, the guys like Herman, Marvin, and Dave Christensen and Slocum, and then you have these younger guys, Chris Hawkins, Prentice Gill, varies, there's a lot of diversity in the staff uh, in every way. Uh, what is it like just being a part of that? I mean, it's awesome because you've got so many different, you know, minds in the building. You know, you've got Coach Herm that's been around for the game for a long time, Coach Lewis. You know, Coach Mawai, <laughs> Coach Pierre, yeah. you know, uh, Coach Henderson. Uh, you know, so these guys have, have been coaching, you know, for for years and, and just, just looking at it. You know, I know I can go, you know, to those coaches and if I, you know, need to pick their brain about anything, even if it's not related to football, you know, I, I can do that. And that's, that's awesome just to see because, you know, just for myself being a first-time position coach, you know, I know I can – you know, go ask Coach Coach Lewis or, or Coach Henderson or even Coach Slocum about about anything about the game or anything that I need to improve on. You know, with my position, so it's it's awesome to have that knowledge in the building. Do you think that 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 helps in recruiting the NFL experience plus uh, the ability to relate and connect with a lot of these kids in the ways that you guys are able to? Yeah, without a doubt, because 
you know, we've been in their shoes before. You know, I tell my guys now, it's like, you know, I know what you guys are going to do before you even think it because I've done it before. So, right. <laughs> so that, you know, for, for us, that that's big time. You know, we use that to our advantage. And I think there's over like 250 years on the staff, you know, with NFL experience. And that's not even including, the, um, you know, some of the guys on the other side of the building. But um, it, it's big time for us because, they see we've been there before, and, and now we got two uh, former, uh, two former NFL head coaches on staff, which which carries a lot of weight. <laughs> yeah, uh, believe it or not, carries a lot of weight with these uh, you know GMs and other head coaches. Yeah, well, coach, I really appreciate you hopping on with us, and looking forward to getting out there and, and trying to learn something when you guys are able to practice again. Oh yeah, Chris, thanks, man. Appreciate it, and you know, looking forward to get, getting things going soon. Hey, my pleasure, man. Appreciate you. All right. Have a good one. We hope you enjoyed our interview with Hagen. And you can also read the Q&A on Sun Devil Source, as well as other reporting we'll have on the team's wide receivers and tight ends this offseason. Be on the lookout in your feeds for the rest of our position coach interviews in the weeks to come. Thank you for tuning in. Akuna Matata.